My name is Zach, and you are listening to the very first episode of Life in the Fat Lane, the podcast. Yes, this was once a YouTube channel that I love to do, and then I kind of lost my way, but I'd always wanted to do a podcast, so that's where that's where we are today. Uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to start it and see how it goes, so here we are. Um, I do want to start by thanking you all for checking out uh, this podcast. Many of you are probably here because you saw my post on YouTube or on Instagram or other socials. Uh, some of you might be friends and family. Hello, love you all. Um, but if you're new here or if you're old here, I'm so happy to have you check this out. And I hope you like it. I hope you continue to stay uh, and see what we have to offer every week. And by we, I mean me and maybe some guests at some point. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, so some of you probably wondering, Life in the fat lane, uh, what's that all about? Well, it's about a couple of things, okay? So one, it's literally just about existing in this world as an overweight person. Me specifically as an overweight man. Some of you, overweight, whatever whatever you want to be, whatever you are. Um, weight does not discriminate. It doesn't. Like any, No matter who you are, where you're from, it can be an issue. It is an issue. Um, each week, I'd love to explore different topics such as flying and going to movies and traveling. Things that might seem quite normal for most people, but are a struggle and might cause anxiety for those of us that are overweight. Uh, it's a fact of life. Uh, normal, mundane things cause anxiety. And when you learn to live with that, like you, you don't even realize that it's happening. You don't realize that you're living every day just... Anxiety ridden because of normal everyday things. Um, while a lot of the struggles that we do have as an overweight person, as overweight people, uh, a lot of them can be solved by simply losing weight. And I mean, I guess not, I don't mean simple as it's simple to lose weight, but just, you know, that could be the answer to a lot of our problems. But it's not always that easy um, to just say we'll lose the weight. Uh, there's people that troll my other socials and videos. Like one, like my first video, um, if you go to YouTube and check that out, uh, holy moly, was that a terrible looking video. But it was all about my five tips on flying while you're overweight. Um, and that's the video that has the most views that I've ever had. Um, and it continues to get a lot of views. And... Um, there's a lot of people on there saying like nasty things like, well, lose weight, lose weight. Don't be fat. You know, like, oh, okay. You know, got it. Thanks for the advice. Uh, but yes, losing weight and being healthy is our ultimate goal here. That's what we want. That's what we should strive for to be as healthy as we can be. But until then, until that happens, we still have to live in these bodies. We still have to go out and, you know, live our life to the fullest in Make the most of every situation. Yes, I'm trying to lose weight and I have lost weight, but I still need to fly to Denver tomorrow. I still need 
to go to the movies with some friends this weekend and have a seat that's going to be comfortable for me to sit in. And that's what I want to convey. Like I want to have a show here where I talk about the struggles and the things that I've experienced. Um, I'm going to certainly try to find uh, some stories from others who have experienced similar things so we can learn from them. We can uh, try to decide what the best course of action, how to prepare yourself mentally and physically for these things. That's what I want. So that's the main purpose. The main purpose is to just show people that you're not alone. If you're if you're listening to this, chances are you're probably wondering how to get through life. Some of you haven't even left your house because you don't know what to do. You don't know how to live. You're scared to. You're scared of what other people are going to say, what other people are going to do. But that's where I come in. That's where I'm going to help you see that um, although, yes, there are people that are going to be like that, majority of them aren't. And and life is life can be good. Life is good, even even when it's not. That might not make sense, but you'll get it. And secondly, I hope to use this podcast as a vessel for my own weight loss and my own health journey. Um, I want to inspire others into doing the same. Um, like I said, I do have a YouTube channel. I originally started that because I was looking up videos for weight loss. I was on a trip. I was with my dad. We were driving to Denver from Wisconsin to go pick up my aunt. Uh, some of my aunt's uh, belongings when she moved here. And I was looking up videos uh, for weight loss. Like, I want to see others who, who are like me, who've done this, like who are doing this right now. But all I found, all I found on here was, you know, you watch these videos, you see Instagram posts, they're already fit. There's Yes, there are people that started out as big as me and have lost all that weight and are now success stories. And they look fantastic. And they did a lot of hard work. This is not discrediting any of their work. But when I look at them, I still see a healthy person. I still see somebody who's already lost the weight. I can't relate to them because I'm not there. And that's more of a me issue than a them issue. But I thought, let me start this channel now. Because there's probably other people looking for people that look like them and are going through it. You know, when I see a video, when I see a YouTube channel of somebody who may have lost 300 pounds like I'm trying to lose, I see them and I'm like, look at them, they did it. And then in, in my head, like automatically our brains shift to, it must have been so easy for them. They just did it and they went and lost all that weight and look at them now. But then I turn around and I start making changes, but I don't see that weight loss and I don't see those results immediately and right away in like a linear fashion. Like all of a sudden you start seeing like you lost maybe 10 pounds and then you gained six of it back. And then you lost a couple of pounds and you gained some of it back or you had bad days on your diet. And then you just feel like, well, I've already messed up this much. And then you just keep doing it. You just keep messing up. And until finally you realize that you need to stop and get back on track. But I didn't want like, that that's the problem is like you don't realize that that's also what they went through. And even though they'll talk about it, you don't actually see that a lot. Um, so my hopes was to have this channel so you could see me at my biggest size. You can see me struggling. You can see me having success after struggling, you know. Um, and I'll be honest, uh, after a while, uh, when I stopped making videos, it was mainly because I got off track. 
I got off track and then I was saying the same, I was making the same excuses every week, every video. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to make that content. It wasn't, even though it was portraying exactly what I said I wanted to show, it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was given enough value to people. So um, that was one of the reasons. And plus, um, I kind of gave up on myself and the weight loss. So I stopped making videos. And then I was determined to get myself right before I started making videos again. Um, and then the year 2022 happened, like, and went by so fast. I didn't make a single video in 2022. Um, but I did have some successes, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, but, um, all right. I think I rambled on enough about that part. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah. One thing I want to do is I want to remind everybody when you're listening to my podcast, I'll try to have to, I guess I'm probably gonna have to have a disclaimer every episode. Um, but I am not a health expert. I am a medical professional, but I only schedule appointments and I feed the fish at our clinic. But I'm not handing out advice. I'm just telling you my own personal experiences. Um, So with that being said, any health and wellness themes, fitness programs, diet plans, and things of that nature that are discussed on this show by me or any of my guests, we are not medical professionals in that sense. Um, so take heed with what we say. This partially is for entertainment purposes, but we're just talking about real life, what we, what we do and what we've done. So consult a doctor before you try anything. If you need an appointment, give me a call. We'll get you set up. But yeah, I I just want to make that clear. Um, is what I do perfect in any way? No. Is it for everybody? No. Have I lost 70 pounds before and gained it all back plus some? Yes. Will that happen again? I hope not. But man, that is where we are. We are right here. This is life in the fat lane. And this is what I want. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to talk about. Um, It's very important to me. uh, Because I see the struggle that I've had. And I'm a pretty upbeat, optimistic kind of guy. And I know the struggles that are out there. So, as a hefty lefty, I'm just trying to bring a little joy to the world. And maybe a little little hope for some of y'all. Um, but yeah, anyhow, so now that we've talked about what uh, the show is kind of about, uh, what I hoped for it, what I wanted, and why I started it, um, I wanted to give you a little bit of uh, a background into my story. Right now, I'm a 40-year-old guy that lives in a small town in Wisconsin. We're right off the interstate, so I'm pretty much just a couple of hours from anything fun. We got Wisconsin Dells about an hour away. We got Madison about an hour and a half hour 45 away so things go on there uh the cities twin cities in minnesota about two and a half hours so i spend a lot of time driving in the summer and the winter just to get anywhere to do stuff but i love it but that does come with some struggles too which we'll talk about um in episodes coming up Uh, but anyways i've been overweight for about 35 of those 40 years i was born premature I was a tiny, tiny, tiny baby. One of the jokes that I say uh, was that when I was born and I wasn't eating and my parents prayed for their son to eat. He needs to eat. He needs to gain weight. He is such a tiny baby and we just want him to live and be merry and full. But guess what? They never prayed for me to stop eating and it became a problem and eventually I was addicted to food. It was my comfort. It was my comfort. And my therapy was dinner time. 
snack time. Um, I was born in Colorado Springs, Colorado in October of 1982. Uh, like I said, I was a premature baby and I was tiny and that wouldn't last. Uh, we were a military family and we moved all over the world by the time I was 10. I, having been a military child too, when I was in school, we would talk about different things that we've done. It was apparent to me, not as a young child, but as I got older, that I had been more places by the age of 10 than a lot of these kids uh, have ever have ever been or will ever go. And that's not a brag. I'm just saying like that that's that's part of the part of the issue, you know, is is stability and in a sense of home, which was hard to come by uh, when you're moving every couple of years trying to make friends and being quiet and shy. And then all of a sudden being quiet, shy and the fat kid, you know, granted these were all limitations I put on myself. Nobody put them on me. Looking back, things could have been a hundred percent different. Um, if I'd have let them be, if I wouldn't have hid behind my insecurities, um, which I mean, I'm 40 and I'm still doing that today. We all do that every once in a while. Some of us more than others. But going back to living and traveling all over the world, uh, we lived uh, in Germany for a while uh, from the ages of like seven to 10 or seven to nine. I think it was seven, eight, nine uh, was then. And I remember the first time I was ever called chubby. We lived in Germany. I was on the playground and one of the girls wanted to be where I was at on this little jungle gym thing. And she called me chubby and I had no clue what the heck she was talking about. And then I asked about it. And, and that, that's what I found out. It's because I was a big kid. I was bigger than everybody else. That's when it started. That's, you know, the first, the first time. Wouldn't be the last time, but that was the, the first time. You know, uh, food became comfort. It was always there for me, you know. Um, I could always open the fridge and find something. And then once you feel that comfort, it's hard to, hard to not want to feel that. It's an addiction. You know, people have food addictions just like they have drug addictions and are alcoholics. Some would argue that uh, um, a food addiction can actually be kind of worse than uh, some other addictions because we have to eat to live. So since we have to eat to live, you have to stare down your addiction, you know what they say, three times a day. Wow. Wow. We'll dive into that uh, whole subject as well in this show, which is nice. Hopefully we'll get to that uh, probably multiple times. It'll probably come up in many, 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 many of the talks we have. Oh, what else about me? Um, I graduated from high school and went to college at UW-Richland in Richland Center, Wisconsin. Uh, it's a two-year school, small school. Richland Center changed my life. I went from being the shy, quiet, fat kid to our freshman move-in date in Richland Center. My friend Angela, we went to the school at the same place. She was, uh, you know, one of my best friends in high school. We went to prom together. And we went to college together at Richland Center. And I hid behind her. We went out. All the freshmen went out. I kind of was by her side and kind of was sitting kind of behind her. And then that night, we all, all the freshmen went to a bowling alley. We were hanging out. And she introduced me as Beefy. That's where I got my nickname, Beefy, was from her in high school. And from that moment on, my life would never be the same. I'd never been a popular kid before. I'd never been 
been in that kind of situation. So then to all of a sudden be thrust into that little tiny spotlight was amazing to me. Um, we were all new in college. We were all new. We were on the same, same level. And guess what? My size didn't matter. It didn't matter that I was the fat kid. Nobody cared. Did I think they cared? Sure. But at the end of the day, I wasn't the fat kid. I was beefy. I was just beefy. And yeah, that's kind of funny to say because you might think that that's where I got the nickname from, but that's not. It's not because I'm big. It's probably why it fits and it sticks and it kind of comes naturally is because of that. But that's mere coincidence. But anyhow, so I went to UW Richland. When I left there, we went uh, moved to lacrosse, went to school at Western Technical College for a little bit, uh, just lived my life. Um, Playing video games, going to school, playing tennis, eating whatever I could because I could. I'm an adult now. I live on my own. I have my own money. I'll eat whatever I want, when I want, as early, as late as I want. Who gave me this power? Please take it back. But so that so that happened. Worked at Walmart. Started work, working at Walmart when I was 16 years old. I worked there for 19 years. I walked almost six, seven, eight miles a day at work. I was cart pusher for a while. And then I was a department manager. Um, I moved up to up the ranks. I worked every hourly rank, like every pay scale hourly that you could get. I moved my way up. Opted not to go into the assistant manager program because it just wasn't what I was destined to do. It wasn't what I wanted to do. But I still, I, my eating habits were so bad that even walking eight, nine, ten miles a day I still weighed close to 500 pounds and able to do that work and, and unload trucks for years. I was a supervisor for 15 years. I unloaded trucks. I worked freight. I walked. I pushed carts. Anything. There was no restrictions. And I did it for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. Imagine what I could possibly, the health situation I could be in if I would have just treated my body right while also doing those things. My body is the way it is despite me. I tried killing myself with the choices I've made. But my body said, nope, not today. We're fighting still. Even if you don't want to, we're fighting. And thank God for that because now, now that I want to be healthy and I'm trying to make these the right choices, my body's still here fighting with me. It's banged, it's bruised, it's, it's all, the, all the above, but it's here. All right, so I left Walmart. I said, I had enough of this bull. And I started working at uh, one of the health systems that we have in the area, uh, working with patients, uh, checking them in, checking them out, making phone calls. Uh, patient liaison is the title. And I absolutely love it. It's the best choice I ever made. And yeah, I mean, that's the best thing to say about it is it's the best choice I made. And I sit all day at work now. Uh, I do have a standing desk, so every once in a while I'll stand up. But I'm not walking 8, 10 miles a day anymore. So now I really have to ramp up what I'm doing to get healthy because I don't have my activeness at work to fall back on. But yeah, so I've been doing that. I've been there for four years and I absolutely love it. And and that's where we are. That brings us to today. 40 years old, single guy, loving life, man. I have my moments. I get sad too, get lonely a little bit. But I love what I love what I do for work. I love what I do outside of work. I love singing. I do karaoke all the time. If you know me, you know I love to sing. 
If you follow me on social media, I try to do that on there too. Um, I love writing songs. I love doing all that. So I hope that kind of gives you an idea a little bit of where I came from, where I am. Um, I'm sure we'll have stories throughout that'll give you a little more glimpse into me and what my life was like while also trying to make up for 40 years of bad habits, poor decisions. But believe it or not, I am a, I am a happy guy. I am an optimist. I, I I just think, you know, things are great. Um, obviously when they're not, you got to take care of that. You got to make them what you want them to be. Uh, life is what you make it. And I'm trying to make it the best one possible. You might hear me talk about concerts a lot. I love concerts. Last year I, I saw, I think I counted like 42 bands over like 31 different concerts or something like that. Um, most of them local. I did fly to Denver to see Luke Combs last year uh, at Mile High Stadium. It was his first stadium tour, first stadium show. Best experience ever, even though it snowed and was really cold. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, so take it for what that's worth. And this is who you're going to be listening to. I, I, I am so excited to be bringing this show to you. If you're still here with me 20 minutes into this podcast, you're still here. Thank you so much. I hope that I'm bringing value to your every day. Um, I hope I am easy to listen to and fun to listen to. I'm excited to have guests on here um, and just to talk to people. Please take a look at my Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. You can send me messages on there. If there's anything you want me to talk about, any questions you have for me, uh, please, please, by all means, uh, message me on there. Um, I am all over TikTok as well. Um, My Instagram handle is beefy smalls. You can probably find that in the description of this, uh, episode and probably all the episodes, but follow me on the, uh, Instagram beefy smalls on TikTok. I am pretty sure. Oh, that's TikTok. I'm pretty sure my handle is just my name, Zachary Dowell. And then there is also a life in the fat lane TikTok, And that's called, it's not called anything, but it's, uh, L I T. Fat Lane, so Lit Fat Lane on TikTok. Fat Lane Studios on Facebook. If you know of anybody that uh, I should interview who has like a great story, I'm really nervous about doing interviews because I don't know how, I'm such an amateur. It's literally me in a room with a microphone and a computer. But I'd love to hopefully get into that realm uh, soon is doing interviews and stuff. So um, if you know anybody or if you know any great stories, I'll read stories. I'm going to uh, hit up Reddit and see uh, if I can find some good success stories to share with you guys because I think it's important to see uh, what people are doing to make a difference in their lives, making changes. Um, if I find any funny like horror stories, I'm going to read those too because you know if you can't make fun of yourself or laugh at situations after they've happened and everybody's okay, then what can you laugh at? All right, guys, it's been uh, about 20, almost 25 minutes for this intro. This was just supposed to be an intro. I can't wait to have more episodes for you. Hopefully weekly, that's what my goal is. I want to have an episode weekly for you. Uh, my name is Zach, and this is Life in the Family.